0: and welcome to Screen Vomit, the only movie podcast for normal people. I'm of course your host Kayla and I do have a guest with me today but before I get to them it's my turn baby. If you like the show you can find me everywhere, Instagram, everywhere else, at Screen Vomit, one word on all this stuff. Leave me a rating and review if you care about me at all. I got new shirts up the link is in my bios and in the show notes. They are super sick. And if you've been looking out for my end of year lists, they're always kind of popular. It's a huge day for me every year. I'm going to be posting that crap on New Year's Day. So check the Instagram on New Year's Day and the stories. My past year end lists are all in my highlights on the Instagram too. So if you want to see the oldies, those are there as well. And folks, it's freaking Christmas time. I have returned guest with me today little Christmas sicko Ariel Dyer one of the hosts of not your final girl podcast famously a horror podcast however she is a little freak for the Christmas numbers so this is technically her fourth time doing a Christmas movie with me for the pod so if you're also a little freak for Christmas you can check the backlogs she was on the episode we did for falling for Christmas and for dear Christmas she also did a Patreon only episode for a movie called Santa Girl. However, I deleted the damn Patreon. So that's kind of nowhere. Maybe a gift idea for y'all for the future. Tiny trigger warning, tiny triggy for this episode. This movie does deal with sexual harassment a little bit. I think we're a little relatively docile in our recollection of it for the podcast, but just in case, there it is. You've been warned. So anyways, we're little freaks in this episode, and I'm going to know who listened by who can look me in the damn eyes after some of the crazy ass shit I say in this thing. Uh, Happy damn holidays. Here's the up with Ariel Dyer. All right, hell yeah, welcome to the pod. Welcome back to the pod, I should say, Ariel. (laughs) I keep coming back. I'm a cockroach for your podcast. Ariel, the Christmas freak, the Christmas cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot kill me. You cannot destroy me. No, nope, never. <laughs> I'm the
1: cockroach of Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's my title. That's it. It's official.
0: So what's up with you? Yeah, wait, I don't think, has it been a full calendar damn year
1: since you've been on the podcast. Yeah. Since last it's Christmas, it's always
0: Christmas. Yeah, it's, it's always Christmas, and it has to be, of course. <laughs> Unless you did
1: something like completely unhinged, you did like Christmas in July, which you know. I don't, I don't that see that happening. Sense. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Not a tradition that we need to really encourage, so.
0: No, but I do love having you on every Christmas for <laughs> Christmas at Christmas. <laughs>
1: it's pretty fun. <laughs> I like it, too. What
0: has been your um, Christmas movie season? What has it been like so far?
1: Really sad. Really um, <laughs> sort of a bleak uh, and bitter wasteland this year. Hell, yeah. <laughs> you know, I... I try to find the most depraved. And then this year I'm like, this shit is just fucking boring now. And I don't know if it's me. Like, have I yeah. fundamentally changed as a you're human? You're desensitized to it now. Right. Like, like as, you know, watching, like, torture porn and you're like, oh, give me the more depraved. I need to like, gore.com or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if I've fundamentally changed as a human or if the content has shifted To be worse, but in not a fun way. Like, it feels like there's been more attention on Christmas rom-coms ever since, like, I don't know, like Christmas Prince, you know, and the pandemic and shit. So Mm -hmm. I'm not sure because it's like the production budgets are better. Or they seem, they also, I don't know if you've noticed this or if you've watched a lot of them, but it seems (laughs) like. remember we were talking about, like, the COVID filming where last year Mm -hmm. there was no one. I feel like a lot of productions during COVID realized they could just do that. They could just have uh, yeah. no people mm-hmm. and it would be fine. And so I don't know if they're then like, oh, we're saving a lot of money on that so we can like, I don't know, have a better camera or hire a cameraman that actually knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I don't know, but it's like everything's And better. now they're too good. They're too good. <laughs> but now they're just bland. Like they're not fascinating, you know? They don't have the texture yeah. of the... <laughs>
0: Like, when you buy an old house, they don't have the character. They don't
1: have the character. So now I'm, like, a complete (laughs) hipster for Christmas rom-coms, even more insufferable. I have to go, like, five years back. Like, I'm, like, scrolling through all my streaming services. That's the other thing is I, like, refuse. Like, I will not pay for Hallmark. I will not be doing this. Like, oh yeah, people are like, get a Hallmark subscription. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm literally just doing it versus I am a scavenger, right? I will dumpster drive (laughs) for these films. I will not go to a restaurant and pay for them. So, you know, you're looking desperately. It has to be i'm like is it from 2010 oh yeah it's gonna be good and and so yeah like yeah. the old shit like we watched christmas mailman or some shit like that i don't remember mail for christmas something that was pretty good it was from 2010 you know so yeah that's when you know it's like your year <laughs> you're the vintage right you're like oh okay yeah. it's the vintage 2017 or older Then mm, you're ch- it's got that petite it does yeah <laughs> that little something to it hmm
0: Damn, what a bummer that Christmas films are going downhill, though. Yeah, I really haven't watched any. I'm I'm not generally, like, I always watch the ones that we do, that you and I do for the podcast. (laughs) But typically speaking, uh, oh, and I have, like, my own, like, holiday ones that I watch every year. But typically speaking, it's not content that I'm seeking out. (laughs) That's fair. Christmas films. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's... That's probably as it should be. <laughs>
0: but I do, like, I enjoy watching them to, like, clown on for the pod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I also, like, uh, I mean, I mostly am watching movies, like, by myself and don't talk to anyone about them except the um, the normals, the screen vomit mm-hmm. ends online that reply to my, my reply guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, like, if I had... If I had more of like a community vibe going on around Christmas, people over, etc., mm-hmm. there might be more reason to watch a terrible Christmas rom com. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so- <laughs> than like just for my own experience. D-
1: There's part of me that feels so like it's just. Yeah, I feel a little bad where I'm like, oh, yeah, I watch these, but I watch like for the bad ones because there's so many people that are like, yeah, I watch these. I love them. Like they're part of my holiday experience. Yeah. And I'm like, well, not like that for me. I watch them, but <laughs> not like that. Like what an asshole. I watch them, but in the perverted way. <laughs> yes. I guess something out of it that you don't you can't even conceive of.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. (laughs) And we love that about you. (laughs) All right, so let's get into the movie we picked for this week, which is the 2014 film, A Christmas Kiss 2, or alternate title. Another Christmas Kiss.
1: <laughs> really, You really needed that alternate title. <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. needed the spice <laughs> of that other way to say it. So
0: obviously this is a film you picked. And normally the last several times that we've done Christmas ep for Screen Vomit with you, uh-huh. you've given me like a list and like some unhinged plot summaries. Yeah. Like here's 10 things that sound psychotic. Pick which <laughs> one you want. This time straight to christmas kiss too yeah there was no there was no, no deliberation options. so no choice so what was that for you or we can wait to get into it if you'd rather but I, <laughs> it just i noticed something was different <laughs> for this year the total
1: change well i think we're on year three and i'm like listen we're year three i still haven't talked about this fucking one i think this was when i first became like I started the this sickness of mine and like I think yeah I feel like it was that first year and nothing has hit quite like that one ever since mm-hmm. that
0: you know years <laughs> You've been chasing that high. Yeah, yeah.
1: So <laughs> nothing has been quite this like exquisitely bad in a really scary way. And so I was like yeah. I really want to just I know what I'm getting into with this cuz I was kind of looking last year we did like Lilo. I was like what's a newer one? But yeah. all the stuff new coming out this year, I mean it just, none of it was like wowing me. So, so I was like, let's, we, we got to do a deep cut. We'll do, we'll do a Christmas kiss too. There's something like that. I loved about the fact that I was telling you that you had to watch a sequel. Like there was something really unhinged about that, you know?
0: Yeah, we, we are going straight into the sequel, yes. Um, which you <laughs> And I have not seen the original
1: either. So I hadn't either when I first watched this. I had uh-huh. seen only this You one. went
0: straight into two.
1: Because <laughs> I don't know why I found that. I don't know why I found that to be funny also for me when it was my first experience. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to love this. Straight in, baby. Well, it's
0: seen, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff you pick up. Have you seen the first one now? I
1: have now seen the first one, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure there's stuff you pick up having seen the first one but i also feel like i don't think i was like missing anything by like not having no. seen the first one yeah no because it's
1: not really direct I guess sort of a spiritual sequel, if you will. There are characters that cross over,
0: I think. Yes. But not like in a main way. They're just kind of around to show you that it's related to the other
1: movie. Well, and like, (laughs) it's kind of funny not having seen the first one because they're so heavy handed about like who those characters are from the first movie that you absolutely know because they'll say things like, I have a feeling this Christmas is going to be much better for me. You know, and like yeah. Okay,
0: we get <laughs> like, it. Like, why are you being spooky about yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I only even knew that there were crossover characters due to IMDb trivia.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, okay.
0: But yeah, I didn't feel like I missed anything. So I think anybody could go straight
1: into two. You know, if in they fact wanted. the first one was quite bland. Like having oh, yeah? I, I saw this and was like, Wow, 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 can't wait to watch the first one. I can only imagine. And it was really boring and forgettable. So What a bummer. What a bummer. Okay, so casting
0: crew on this, um, this is directed by Kevin Connor, who directed Motel Hell. Oh, shit. What?
1: <laughs> I love uh-huh. Motel Hell. Yeah, same director. <laughs> oh, my God. Life-changing moment for me. <laughs> I can't believe you hadn't looked that up previously. <laughs> no! You know what? I was going to look at production stuff, and then I was like, Kayla's going to tell me everything I need to know, and we'll just experience it live on Pod.
0: Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So he, yeah, he directed Motel Hill. He also has directed a buttload of TV movies. Since like 1960 or something, like going way back. Shit. This is written by Joni Kane, who you probably wouldn't know from anything. But what I did think was funny is that perusing the titles through her IMDb, she is seemingly obsessed with kissing at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Not only did she write a Christmas kiss too, but she wrote Merry Kissmas, A Kiss for Christmas, Matchmaker Santa, and Moonlight and Mistletoe which is also a Christmas kissing movie. I think I've seen um, so Merry Christmas. She- <laughs> I think, <laughs> think I've seen
1: Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I think that one might also involve an elevator. I'm not sure. I could be wrong, though.
0: Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> a quote-unquote elevator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We'll get there. Uh, <laughs> Cast-wise, really not a lot of people you probably know from stuff. There is a couple, though. Elizabeth Rome, who is just a minor character in this movie, is one of the Law & Order people. Yep. And she's on Angel. She's, a DA. she's got a little oh, bit role really? on
1: Angel for, like, season one or season two. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's been on a couple shows. Like, she was on Flaked. I like that show, Flaked. Okay. She's been in a couple shows. But Law & Order is probably the thing most people would know mm-hmm. her from. And she seemed like the most, like, actor in this movie like she really had like the spark <laughs> yeah. out of everyone in this movie but yet she has two lines in the film jonathan bennett who plays the neighbor in this movie is in
1: mean girls yep and a lot of christmas rom-coms which you would only and know a lot of if christmas you were rom-coms. a freak you know <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's been in a couple other stuff, Cheaper by the Dozen too, mm. Veronica Mars, different things like that. Everyone else in this movie seemingly only does TV movies, pretty much, or other Christmas films, except the bimbo girlfriend who is a model in real life. But everyone else has an IMDb that has like 90 credits, and it's nothing you've ever heard of, which is wild. Mm-hmm. They're working. <laughs> They're working. They are workhorses, and it's really interesting when you see... Um, the skill level <laughs> at which they are performing, that they've had so many opportunities to perform, is kind of incredible. It's kind of its own Christmas miracle. It's a certain
1: <laughs> echelon, right, of talent. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, or like a level, if if like you know Hollywood or cinema is like there's like levels of hell, right? Like there's this is a certain one
0: for sure. Critic scores on this, we got 34 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and yet 85 percent of Google users oh god. gave it the thumbs up. Oh my god! Yes. So this is a classic critical failure <laughs> but audience
1: fave. It's <laughs> well, good enough for me. I don't know. It gets the job done.
0: Um, and actually, I'm going to have you read a plot summary. Okay. I forgot to tell you this in advance, but I'm going to put it in wow. the Wow, um, I don't, I don't get to practice. You don't get to practice. So actually, I have two summaries. Great. Um, one one was the Google summary and the second was from IMDb, I think. But I just think it's funny how differently these two summaries sum up the film. So I kind of <laughs> just going kind to of give you Both of them,
1: (laughs) I love it. Okay, Um, okay, go for it. Do you want me to? I'm gonna read both of these, and then I'm gonna read my short one. Okay, because I I made one a couple years ago. Three plot summaries to this film, and here they are. All right. (laughs) A woman shares a passionate and unforgettable kiss with a wealthy playboy in an elevator, and later discovers that he owns the company she works for. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. Number two. (laughs) At a Christmas time event, Jenna shares an impromptu, unforgettable kiss with the dashing billionaire Cooper Montgomery. Unaware of his intentions and fearful of getting hurt in another relationship, Jenna vows to resist his charms. But begins to realize his affection is real as the two spend more time together.
0: <laughs> Much more detailed than that one. <laughs> okay, totally different vibe. Totally okay, different. Third vibe. one. This is an Ariel
1: original. Okay, a woman works for a fashion company and the 'er ne'er-do-well owner of the company falls in love with her. He proceeds to sexually harass her until she agrees to marry him. (laughs) Featuring Kay Jeweler's product placement. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. Hell yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And between the three of those, like, you'll figure out what's going on. You'll figure it out. You got the vibe. (laughs) I also think the tagline was pretty (laughs) amazing. This Christmas expect the unexpected <laughs> okay. like what Jeez. <laughs> that like kind of doesn't even have anything to do with the movie I feel like no. why is that the tagline and it's such like a nothing di- thing to it's say it's a anyway. nothing
1: <laughs> thing to say but it, it's, it's like literally low-key I guess like expect to be sexually harassed in an elevator like that's kind of yeah that is unexpected right <laughs> would not normally want to expect that
0: <laughs> I guess it's pretty unexpected to find mistletoe all over your workplace but I we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this movie is fascinating for if for no other reason than because i can find basically no information on this movie online like i can't find i can't find reviews of it i can't find (laughs) q a like with the filmmakers or anybody involved i can't find production facts like Nothing. nothing about this movie nothing
1: it is crazy. Did you mention the production company when you were saying everything earlier? No, I didn't. It is Mar. Is it, it is Mar Vista Entertainment, which is by and large like the best, awful, worst Christmas movies. They are, they come out of Mar Vista. Oh hell yeah, Mar Vista. I don't hell, know yeah. what they're smoking or whatever, but like it's good. And I want. They're smoking that tree. That Christmas tree. So like, whenever we are watching. And we hear Look, the. Look, we've been thing. smoking Christmas
0: trees for thirty <laughs> years. Okay, I think we know what I we're talking. I think we fucking about. got the formula down. All
1: right, <laughs> it's like a little ocean, and you see the thing. Like when you hear the da 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 da, and it's 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 mm-hmm. the camera panning over the ocean. We cheer now. We're mm-hmm. like, ah, it's Marvel <laughs> Okay, that rocks. Yep. Okay, so getting
0: into the movie, we are centered around a a woman. Uh huh in her workplace so they work for a place called trend fashion
1: <laughs> and it's incredible.
0: kind of- <laughs> trend fashion it's-, <laughs> it's unclear like what their job actually is I it's think. pretty
1: unclear it's like a <laughs> Like, my niece, who's four and, like, is starting to like Barbies and fashion. Like, it'd probably be if you sat her down and asked what people did at a fashion company. Like, that's what she would come up with, you know?
0: Which is mainly stand around, (laughs) be stressed out, out, drink coffee. Have an earbud. Yeah, like a Bluetooth Mm -hmm, thing, like a big one. mm -hmm. Big Bluetooth. Big old Bluetooth. (laughs) Take important calls. But yet, still, when she makes calls, she's putting cell phone to ear. (laughs) She's got a blue. (laughs) She has a big Bluetooth in one ear. And holding her cell phone to her ear in the other ear.
1: <laughs> Holy shit.
0: She really does, doesn't she? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And what else do they do? Photo shoots. But the photo shoots even, it's unclear what is happening at the photo shoots. Actually, I saw several Letterboxd reviews say this, as well as this is what I thought. Um, that it seems like sexual. Like, it seems like a porn <laughs> or something. Is <laughs> like a porn is being filmed. Like, it's too horny. Everyone is wearing way too much makeup in this movie. Yes. Um, What they're doing, it just doesn't seem like high fashion at all. And even like, okay, so this is kind of jumping ahead, but there is one time in the movie where the main character has to take part in a photo shoot. She's not a model. She is an assistant. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just model. I guess I I'll to, fill in. I guess I'll fill in. And she's not really, like, she's a pretty woman, but she's not like model- type <laughs> she's she's not model pretty <laughs> it's a different type of pretty and so uh just describing this photo shoot specifically first of all she gets dolled up to the damn nines head to toe for what is a neck-based photo shoot um, she's wearing like high heels stockings like everything yep. she's got like a cute little like horny santa uh santa's wife mrs claus outfit or whatever yeah. and then the The way this photo shoot is started is they say, oh, the client called and he wants to add some expensive jewelry to the shoot. Yep. So they have to wait for the jewelry, which is why the other model left, I guess. Mm-hmm. It is a jewelry photo shoot. So if <laughs> the jewelry was being
1: added to the shoot, what was the shoot? I don't know. Was there other jewelry? <laughs> I can't remember if the other model had smaller jewelry on i don't know
0: he said i want to add some expensive jewelry to the shoot (laughs) and the whole thing is they have to wait for this jewelry what was the shoot before the jewelry got there
1: and imagine having like a high-end fashion thing and it's like okay we can't have a model so my assistant will fill in
0: we're just gonna throw in whoever. I can't imagine. And the jewelry is like gaudy
1: too. Like it's hideous. It's not, it's... <laughs> it's hideous.
0: It's like gigantic gems. Really, like, it looks like when you're like um playing Pretty Pretty Princess as a child, yes. and like you have those like <laughs> it's like huge jewels on a necklace. Yes, <laughs> yes. just hang, like and
1: this this is a kind of tiny woman, right? So you're like yes. She's really she's
0: tiny, and in particular, she has a small head.
1: All the all. All like the she neck has muscles really are bulging, so she can head. hold it up with the weight of this necklace. It, it makes the necklace look even <laughs> larger. It it does, and it's. I guess she's just capable of doing many things, huh? She's just she can do it all. She can jack of all she trades. She can talk on her earbud and her cell phone, and she can fill in for a model. Bless her heart.
0: <laughs> they also allude to a boss named Mr. Dyer several times. See, maybe that's why Your own I picked it. uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's me! But Mr. Dyer, Ariel Dyer. <laughs> but not only do we never see him or hear from him or he's not a part of the movie at all except for them talking about him like three times, <laughs> but we do find out who the owners of the business, whatever the business may be, are... And neither of them are Mr. Dyer. So who is Mr. Dyer?
1: I think it was like an earlier draft. I have to imagine it was earlier draft of the script, right? Like, that's what I have to imagine. And
0: they just forgot
1: to take it out. I think so. They changed the story. I think so. Because it matters so little at like the Christmas rom-com amazing. production mill. You know? They're like, we got to get Hell, this yeah. shit out. We got to crank it out. They're all done in the same warehouse, right? Like, I watched one last night that it looked like every scene was shot in the same warehouse that had no walls and they just used Christmas trees as separations because every scene had like seventeen Christmas trees in it.
0: Well they do famously reuse a set in this movie, which is the set where she lives her like apartment building <laughs> yeah. is the same as the office where yes. she works. Yes. They just decorate it differently. Yes. But it's the same Place, but that's what
1: they all do. They all have <laughs> like you're lucky if there's maybe three different sets, they're just dressing the same set differently. It's why it's also
0: every time they're outside in this movie, too, they're in the same like courtyard yes, area, and everyone in town is walking in this courtyard, highly populated courtyard in the dead of winter, all Christmas time. Impossible to know geographically where we are, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't think they ever say. I don't think so. IMDb trivia led me to Christmas Kiss 1 being filmed in Richmond, Virginia. I don't know where it's set, but it was filmed there. And then also there's like a goof that says that this was in Boston. Well, the goof is like, they say they're outside and it's five PM, but if they're in Boston at five PM it would be dark and not light. So but I'm like, who said they're who in said Boston? They're I don't I don't know where they're getting huh. this location from because it was impossible to geographically locate for me.
1: I'm trying to remember if they had any sort of <laughs> this is like my third watching of this
0: film, so I'm like, Why the fuck? The literally the only outside scenes are in this one courtyard. Every time they're outside, it's in this one courtyard.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. There's nothing... D- no, there's nothing defining about, <laughs> about where they no. are. And they don't mention, I don't think... I don't think they mention where they are.
0: I don't think they do either. <laughs> I never remembered them mentioning, because the whole time I'm trying to figure out where they are. Yeah. And I don't remember hearing it. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. It's interesting. Okay, so who we do find out owns this business. This is what my notes say. Uh, we find out the Grinchy girl boss owns the business with her <laughs> slut brother. <laughs>
1: Okay, accurate, though. It's true.
0: <laughs> so there's a grinchy girl boss and a slut brother who own this business together. <laughs> Whatever we, the business may be, as I said, because mm-hmm. we don't know what it is. <laughs>
1: it's trend fashion. That's all we need. Trend
0: fashion. <laughs> no further details. Uh, we put the bosses on hold for a second. After work, she does meet. We are introduced to her neighbor, who is also her male bestie. Oh, my God, yes. Jonathan Bennett. And this is the guy, yeah, this is the guy from Mean Girls. (laughs) He storms in, looking like a property brother, (laughs) yelling all all
1: his lines. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Only, like, what what I can only describe as, like, the high camp of a gay man playing, Uh like, giving an incredibly cunty performance of a straight man. Like, that (laughs) is it. It's so wonderful.
0: Yeah, and, like, They have more chemistry than anyone in this film. And yet it is so solidified in this film. Like they are not dating. They will not date. Dating's not even on the table. She's obsessed with him getting back with his ex-girlfriend he
1: just broke up with. Yeah. Ex-girlfriend. Shocking. You know, like this man is not playing straight at all. Not to say he can't. Maybe like, they had to be straight for Hallmark. Jonathan Bennett can play. I mean, he's an actor. He can do. I, I've you know he can do it. But is he gay in real he life? He is gay in real life. Yeah, he's he's extremely gay. Well, that makes so much sense. Like that makes this make so
0: much more sense.
1: He's it's, yeah, he's uh, he's incredibly gay, and he's play to me. He's playing it like that. I, I don't know why he made yeah. that choice because I think I think he's the lead. I'm in sure it wasn't up to him right i mean but i don't know if anyone fucking cared about this movie it feels like they could have done whatever <laughs> they wanted to be honest i'm not sure but like beyond getting like the K sponsorship maybe. and being like we need to really show that ring like that's maybe they had already casted his ex-girlfriend we never see her she's at the christmas party oh at the my very god end. you're right yeah she's like a non for like it's a non-speaking <laughs> two frames of the- yes yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: She was. She was probably like the producer's daughter or something. Yeah. It's like I promise you'll get an on-screen role, honey.
1: <laughs> so they had to. They had to do it. You know that he's in, which it's not streaming on a free service, and it's killing me. He actually finally, because it was straight up like very homophobic. I feel that we started to get gay Christmas rom coms <laughs> that didn't have him as the male lead. Like for it was mm. wild, and he finally is this year. He finally gets. He finally oh, gets yeah. it. Yeah.
0: And what's it called?
1: I wish I know? knew. I wish I knew. Something Something about Christmas.
0: <laughs> I know. Somebody else asked me, like, what movie we were doing for this. And I'm like, you know how Christmas movies are titled. Like, it's like <laughs> a wish for Christmas, a Christmas wishing yes! kiss. Like, we don't know. <laughs> he is in a... Something like that. He's in
1: a really also pretty depraved Christmas movie called A Dog Walker's Christmas Tale. That one's pretty good. But it's he plays the, the straight lead <laughs> Okay, Christmas (laughs) on Cherry Lane. That's it. Christmas on Cherry Lane. That's the
0: one from this year? Yeah. Where he's gay? Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. (laughs) We're gonna have to check that one out. Yeah, we are. (laughs) They are, in this movie kind of too close like they're a little codependent they're a little they're calling each other all day they're hanging out every single night they're like feeding each other like they
1: only have each other they have no other friends
0: yeah and like even my bestie has no family like i that's true <laughs> i don't see anyone that much unless i they're my partner and we're living together <laughs> <laughs> Which is not my case now, but has been in the past.
1: This is listen. <laughs> so, this is a queer platonic relationship, weird. okay? It,
0: it, yes. Hello, <laughs> but we're just not allowed to know it's we're queer not because allowed. of Hallmark. Yep, purposes. Yep, <laughs> but it 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 would certainly in real life be a GBF scenario. Yeah, gay best friend. Hundred percent, because they are together one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yes. Uh, something else I noticed also about like just the way this movie looks, the lighting mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not only most of the time extremely aggressive; it's coming from every Everywhere. direction. It's like they're so washed out. You can even tell on the poster, like yes. they're washed out on the poster. <laughs> they are yep (laughs) and like with the combination of like the makeup being thick as all hell it (laughs) makes them look really insane it makes the main girl look like she has bad skin and i don't think she does have bad skin
1: no i think
0: it's just the combination of like the slathered on (laughs) makeup and the bright as fuck lights
1: (laughs) yeah it's a the classic like over lighting scenario yeah I don't know why you would overlight, though. Doesn't that seem like a bizarre choice? (laughs) You're like, hey. It does seem bizarre. None of our shit is probably high end, right? But we're just going to show everyone from all angles what we got here.
0: Yeah, except sometimes, like, in the next thing I'm going to get to, which is the elevator scene, Mm -hmm. they're, like, lit by basically a single dangling bulb (laughs) from the ceiling. like (laughs) Yes. The mm-hmm. guy's eyes in the elevator scene are completely in shadow. <laughs> he looks even scarier. Yes. It's it's like even scarier that he's committing sexual assault because his eyes are completely in shadow. It's really sinister. Insane. It's
1: really Oh, so sinister. Fucking you could without like any other scenes or any reshoots at all. Like I fully truly believe this. You could you could if you took away the sound, the music track, you could uh-huh. just recut it and it would be as yeah. a thriller. Of yes, this man story. Absolutely. Her.
0: And it's so it good. It is a thriller to it's me. <laughs> like... <laughs> it remains a
1: thriller. <laughs> even it might be even more haunting with the quirky music in the background, huh? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is the pervert slut brother. Yep. <laughs> owner of the half owner of the company thinks that the main girl is hot, I guess. Traps her in the elevator. They have not met or anything. He just like mm-hmm, sees her mm-hmm. and like traps her there like literally stop the elevator vibes he closes he
1: literally closes the door so she's trapped with him yeah and got rid yeah. of all the other people in the elevator there were
0: okay first of
1: all <laughs> the, this needs, the whole scene needs to
0: be said. okay yeah, yeah we
1: gotta get there the whole scene
0: okay first of all this elevator just talking about the way the elevator looks <laughs> totally like any real elevator not at all not at all not at all not at all. It's like, it's drywalled and <laughs> wallpapered and huge. It fits like 15 Christmas carolers yes. inside of it Yes. who are... we're Okay, we're in an office building. Like, there are people's jobs in this building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are Christmas carolers mm-hmm. there who are in the elevator just singing their hearts out in the elevator. Yeah,
1: and I think would be just taking up space in there for the whole shift, because unless he he makes them go out, right? But yeah. I think they're just camped in the elevator. Strange.
0: And then, so this man gets in the elevator. He had just laid eyes on this girl for the first time. They don't know who each other are. And we,
1: he left his girlfriend in the lobby. That's the other thing. He that is also true. Another incredibly campy performance by that actress. <laughs> like a bimbo sex worker down God, in the God, she's lobby. great. She's killing it for me. Yeah, she does great.
0: Oh, we'll get to her in a second. <laughs> <laughs> he traps this girl in the elevator, like stops the elevator, like, oh, I guess you're stuck in here with me or whatever. Super sinister, scary vibes. There is hanging from the ceiling of the elevator in this workplace, mistletoe. Why is there mistletoe here? Why would there be mistletoe anywhere in a workplace? And what we do find out later in the movie is it's not the only place there is mistletoe in this office.
1: There's a Christmas maniac here in this building.
0: (laughs) This movie should be called Mistletoe Maniac.
1: It's got to be the same person that hired the carolers, right? It has to be. This sicko. Some Christmas pervert is running around
0: hanging mistletoe from workplaces. It's me! (laughs) It's me! I don't think I've ever seen mistletoe hung in any place I've been in real life. It's like mythical no. to me. <laughs> so even just it existing anywhere is kind of insane. But especially in an office buildings elevator in a workplace. And in this in this scene, even though it's like crucial that it exists to the scene, we don't even see it. No. He just like looks up and like hints... That there is mistletoe just out of
1: frame, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> smiling. And, in the and we just have to remember, <laughs> you know. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, she is like, "Why did you trap me here?" We need to call like the fire department or something. And he says, "And why would I do that when I could do this?" And just starts French kissing, fully heated, making out with her.
1: It's disturbing because also the thing is, he goes in for a kiss, and it's kind of a. Initial kiss is like, okay, a kiss, right? Which is bad yeah. enough. But then yeah. this is when he gets this look and he tilts his head where his forehead's forward and his chin is tucked. And that's when he's in shadowed. And he looks at her this horrible like shadow. An animal about to devour For like, it's, someone. It's a long look, too. It's like, a long... It's... And it's very menacing. I, I cannot describe it any yes. other way. And I'm not joking. It is funny, though. But I'm, I'm actually... it's Truthfully, <laughs> if anyone saw this out of context... They would be like, wow, that's a menacing look. It is menacing. It's crazy. And then he goes in for like the wild makeout. Like that's when he goes in for round two. Heads
0: flying everywhere. (laughs) Tongues flying everywhere. Yeah. Wet and wild. Yes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm they do that. The elevator was only busted for 30 seconds, it turns out. And then when he gets to the bottom, his bimbo girlfriend is there waiting for him. Yep. yep. <laughs> Throughout the movie, when they get in and out of the elevator, people are always insinuating like, oh, am I interrupting something <laughs> or like whatever. Every time anyone's getting in or out of the elevator, like, why is this what's in your workplace? This is an OSHA violation like this is like
1: <laughs> this is levels of violation in the workplace like they're all this makes me stressed they're already like they understand <laughs> maybe there's multiple elevators and they're like if you get in this one you're asking for it that's the oh that one that's the horny elevator <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the one so if you get in there mm-mm, I don't know HR you know what is you're not getting gonna into. help you you're asking for yep, it yep <laughs> that's it it's not what were you wearing it's which elevator were you in
0: exactly So he gets out and he's like, babe, nothing happened, even though they clearly just like did a powerful make out.
1: And you can see that their faces are still glued together as the door opens. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah, And the makeup is actually so thick and so powerful (laughs) that her lipstick does not smudge at all. (laughs) Even throughout this wet and wild makeout (laughs) session. Lipstick comes out in pristine condition. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a smudge on him. Nope. Innocent till proven guilty. (laughs) (laughs) And so his girlfriend, she is like... I don't even know what her personality is. She's the type of girl who's who could be a model. She's very tall, very mm-hmm. thin, um, statuesque. I mean, she is a model in real life. And she's always wearing sort of like a very like, skin-tight mini dress, like Posh Spice style. Mm-hmm. And then also with that... A gigantic fur coat. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, like, huge heels. So that's kind of, like, her vibe.
1: Completely, like, trashy, like, trashy yes. Euro vibe, right? Like, that's yeah. really solid. Like,
0: if you ask, like, my mom to dress someone up as a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> like that, is, like, if you use that word, like, that is what she would yeah. put someone yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the type of vibe she's giving. (laughs) Yes. And his character, people make it known that he's like this playboy, sort of just rich boy kind of fucking around with women constantly, um, jumping in girl to girl, you know, dumping them left and right, fucking anything that moves Uh type of guy, like kind of a slime ball, kind of a a pervert slut slime ball. And
1: they cast him. He looks like that. Like, I think they did a good job with... The casting because he has yeah. that kind of face. He has the chin, the slime mm-hmm. ball chin. He has like he's got the chin of a pervert. His <laughs> hair is very floppy, you know, like the floppy <laughs> uh-huh. hair. Yeah. When he is like before he kind of turns baby face like as a heel, he's very good. Yeah. Good
0: casting on his part. He's not a good actor, no. but he
1: at least looks the most Not at all.
0: <laughs> Sorry if you're listening, guy. I don't even know what his name is. <laughs> but you know what you, you do. Know, you Sorry. know. Come on, man. You know. It is what it is. Get that money. You're working. Like yeah. get, get it. Yes. <laughs> so... Him and the other, the Grinch boss are brother sister. Grinch boss does not like him, wants him gone, doesn't even know kind of why he's around. He kind of sprung this visit on her. So, in order to sort of like thwart him and get him to want to leave, they decide they're going to make him do work. Mm -hmm. It turns out that doesn't work. He kind of gets into it, kind of has a like slave kink. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) the assistant girl is tasked at first, with picking him up and bringing him to work. And when she shows up to his house, Mm -hmm. he opens the door yes, completely topless. Completely
1: topless. So slutty. Yes. Uh And
0: we see him topless a few times in the movie, topless or near topless. And I think it's kind of incredible because he has like a normal body. Like he's not like a super cut dude. Yeah. He, like, kind of has, like, I'm so sorry if this actor is listening. I'm (laughs) really sorry. But.
1: (laughs) It's a good thing, okay? It's a good, it's refreshing. I think it's
0: good. It's just, like, a really interesting choice that, like, they have him be topless so much in a way that's, like, I'm topless. Aren't you horny for my body? yeah But, like. He has love handles. He's got a little bit of titties. Like, he's not defined in any way. He's not like Like, super cut. He's not super cut. He's not like obese or anything, but like, he just looks like normal, you know? And like, so for him to be kind of like being shirtless as a flex to make everyone be horny for him, but not having like the type of body you normally associate with that behavior it's, it's, really,
1: it's a hugely progressive move on Marvista's part it's so, so. progressive <laughs> in 2014 hello and
0: look I love a normal bod cut is actually not my thing but it's just like interesting for a film yes
1: no it totally to is To be
0: like this yeah
1: <laughs> well because even in like Christmas rom-coms a lot of the time especially now I keep harping on it but like you see these like like, to be, to be honest, the actors a lot of times, like, in these movies, like, they look like fucking Ken dolls, right? They look like Ken yeah. dolls. The women look like Barbies. Yeah. And... yeah,
0: especially in this type of movie. Yes. Like, they're so, like, stereotypical or whatever. Yes. Like, they want, like you said, the people to look like that, but they also want the relationships to be very stereotypical, yes. very heteronormative, etc. So, so we still get the heteronormativity absolutely. in this movie, <laughs> but we're we're getting a little less of the, like gorgeousness
1: yeah yeah because yeah you're right it's not captain america abs or anything like that it's just like yeah here's my and it's not like he has a glistening chest like he's a hairy dude you know he's just a normal looking guy yeah and i i respect him for that i love that
0: (laughs) so he is being so sexually aggressive towards her and so flirtatious so creepy um like Keep saying that their kiss was like life changing. A kiss like and... no other.
1: Love that he says it in such a serious and disturbing way. Did you tell him it was a kiss <laughs> like no other?
0: <laughs> uh, no. And like guys like that, do they normally even care about kissing? Like I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Uh uh-uh. uh, kissing is just a move to get to the next move because they have to, not because they want to. <laughs> yes. So it's interesting that he's so obsessed with this kiss. Um, but he won't leave her alone. He like keeps forcing her to be around him. He first thing I think makes her eat at that outdoor cafe. Which is, like we said, takes place in this courtyard. In the dead of winter, everyone's in coats, and yet they're all eating outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I thought was interesting. They don't even have those, like, little, those, like, heater lamp thingies that a lot of outdoor restaurants have. They don't even have those, nope. so no idea where they are. They're all in coats. They're freezing cold outside eating at this cafe. <laughs> <laughs> And they're always outside. Everyone's always outside in this movie. Yeah. He won't stop making little comments this whole time. But she starts kind of doming him by giving him tasks and making him oblige. He's into it. (laughs) He
1: loves it. He's
0: into it. He has a work kink. He does. (laughs) But he does also force himself into her office. He's like, I'm part owner and I need quote unquote training. So I'm going to post up in your office. And now we're roommates for office like whatever you call that office mates
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> so he's all up in her space and won't stop even though she's she's giving no she is he's just not having it he breaks up with his bimbo girlfriend and calls the other girl on the phone with his shirt again unbuttoned all the way down to the belly button but not completely unbuttoned there's still one or two buttons together Mm -hmm. but they're all the way at the bottom so he's just lounging on the couch with most of the buttons unbuttoned so that he can show his normal bod again yep
1: showing it (laughs) off
0: so he calls her to invite her back to the office Again, to do quote-unquote work, I think. But what he does instead is surprise her with nine trillion poinsettias. Yep. And while they're there, her dad calls her on the phone. Her dad she has this whole side plot with the dad where like he has a whole second family he abandoned her and her mom to like go marry some other woman and have kids with her and now like doesn't care about her and whatever but she was supposed to go there for christmas and he keeps changing the plans so on this phone call he decides that he's bailing on her coming over for christmas like just actually don't come over at all um (laughs) is the call Yep. And while she's receiving this news, she's obviously quite upset, but Pervert Brothers in the background of this shot and it's a lot it's like a minute long Mm -hmm. he's in the background just acting his ass off (laughs) behind her (laughs) slowly like walking closer and closer to her like with his head just so in frame like just you know next to hers so that it appears perfectly above her shoulder (laughs) walking closer and closer with this like really intense look (laughs) on his face staring off into the middle distance as he has no one to look at or talk to while she's on the phone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And then so that when she gets off the phone and is crying and emotional, he's perfectly there to console her. Yeah,
1: he was waiting in the wings, yeah. He was waiting literally in the wings. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) And so, he, you know, he shows up for her when she needed someone. (laughs) (laughs) My rapist was there for me. (laughs) Yeah, guys, we don't
1: even know. And he
0: suddenly decides he wants to throw a Christmas Eve party for the office, which is a
1: nightmare to me. Christmas Eve party? Yeah, like at work. Sorry, I'm not going to be there. I can't make it.
0: No, forcing everyone. First of all, last minute. At this point, they say Christmas Eve is a few days away. No, forcing everyone to come into the office off hours and it's Christmas Eve. No, let the motherfuckers stay home. I've had to do off hours Christmas parties at jobs before. It is my absolute least favorite thing to do. I will go full teenager mode. I hate being there. (laughs) I don't want to be there. I don't want to participate. Like leave me to my time outside of work alone literally (laughs) did did you have
1: to go to those was like strongly that's fucked up that's insane no my Mm -mm.
0: last job before the one I have now I had to go to all the ones there I think it was maybe two or three that I went to at that job because I worked there for a couple years and then my job when I first moved to Chicago I worked for an embroidery place that had it only had like four employees and we all hated each other (laughs) and (laughs) we had to go bowling together and I didn't want to be there and they basically were like you come or you're fired or it's like a no call no show oh my god god yeah and i was like mad yeah (laughs) i i truly threw a fit okay look i'm not perfect and when something's on my nerves you're gonna know it's on my nerves (laughs) i'm so like inside out boy hard on my sleeve i can't keep that shit in and especially when it gets to a certain level i hated my boss there he was so abusive yeah i only worked there for like six months (laughs) he was truly like would come in and literally scream in my face oh he was so jesus mean it was terrible Mm -hmm. and then yeah even my last job like i did get along with everyone there but we'd always go to like weber grill for our christmas dinner Thing for work and uh, I'm vegetarian so like I never had anything I could eat <laughs> they take us to these fancy restaurants that I couldn't eat anything uh-huh. at and uh, just having to be forced to be around co-workers never and like dress up and socialize I don't like being forced to socialize no. I don't know it just it's not my vibe I don't want to be there after hours I will work I will show up every day to work I almost never call off I'm so reliable I don't want to be there when it's not my work hours (laughs) no i don't want to see those people i don't want to know about them i don't follow people online i just it's a separate world for me
1: (laughs) i don't want to like don't overshare about your personal life i don't want to hear about any of that shit you can tell me
0: anything while we're working I can know about people's personal lives know. while we're working. I, well, it depends. Within
1: limits for me. Within, within, within limits. Within some real limits. Because once
0: you find out some certain things about people, you can't unknow them and then you have to work together. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just thinking my job now, I'm lucky because everyone I work with is like queer, drag queens. Oh, okay. Beings. Like. <laughs>
1: I mean, that's rad. That's fine. That's different. I, I, do, so- not, I do not work in that environment. So, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: my current environment, I do know like. Too much okay. about. I know probably way too
1: much about <laughs> most of my coworkers because of that. Yeah,
0: but <laughs> yeah. In a normal job, yeah, maybe keep some things off. When mm-hmm. I never tell. Like, nobody in my work knows I have a podcast or, like, oh my God, what wow. I do with most of my time. Really locked yeah. down. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't want people to know what I'm up to, but they can tell me anything, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want my coworkers to be threatened by my celebrity status.
1: <laughs> but, uh, how do we get here? Oh, Oh, we were talking about how oh, fucked yeah. up it is that he's like, I'm gonna... Christmas
0: Eve party! Yeah,
1: Christmas Eve party. Fuck that. Yeah,
0: no, fuck mm-hmm. that. And it's only a couple days notice. I would be pissed if I was them. I would be
1: pissed yeah
0: absolutely pissed nightmare yeah so he decides he's gonna do this he also talks a lot about how he's not interested in chasing bimbos anymore and he's a changed man and all this kind of stuff their kiss was like yesterday so <laughs> i don't know he's changed in that one day mm-hmm. since that one kiss You fixed him. Um, yeah and over and over they talk about how he's such a slut and how he always chases novelty and they use the word novelty (laughs) in this film i think you could make a drinking game out of it like how many times they say she says oh i'm just a novelty to you or i'm just a novelty to him or he's chasing the novelty he loves novelty blah 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 novelty say a different word (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Say novelty one more time, bitch.
1: <laughs> what is novel about, like, dating an assistant of, like, do you know, know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you're like, ooh. Is it just like she's a new piece of I'm gonna ass date that hasn't a done keeper. yet? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, what yeah. is novel about this particular character-wise, there's really nothing novel about her personality. No. Does she have one? We have I'd, yet to be seen. Probably not. I. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then job-wise, like, it's just, like, on paper is she even interesting no so so what is there not really
0: I mean and like she's pretty but she's like normal pretty it's not like she's like drop dead gorgeous or anything like that no no idea what is the deal
1: (laughs) (laughs) I guess she can give mad kiss (laughs) I guess that's it she gives life changing kisses that's what we know about her (laughs) fellas
0: (laughs) (laughs) would you would you fall head over heels in love with and change your entire lifestyle for a chick who kind of normal kind of boring actually has (laughs) nothing really to say and no personality but her kiss is life-changing sound off
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you like, maybe it's just me being fucking ace, but can you conceive of a life-changing kiss? I'm so sorry, but, like, I cannot no. understand like, what that would even entail. Like, I'm a kiss is, like, pretty, pretty A kiss that
0: makes you literally change your lifestyle.
1: Like, there are bad kisses, don't get me wrong, but, like, there's, For sure. there's not life-changing kisses, I don't think. I've had in
0: my life some really good kisses yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I've had
1: bad, but sure. I've had
0: some really good ones. Life-changing? Would not change my life for them no not in any way Uh, (laughs) you can find other people who can kiss plenty of
1: plenty of them plenty of kissers out there Mm -hmm. most people most people are at least fine most people people are are at least fine yeah
0: yeah like the times when i've had like a really bad kiss where you're like yikes what is happening (laughs) here Uh-huh, uh-huh. Has been so few in my life. After a certain and age. And I've probably kissed quite a few people in my lifetime, out of my whole lifetime.
1: Like, after a certain age, conceptually, even if you haven't kissed that many people, I think you understand how it works and do better. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, even if you really haven't kissed uh-huh. that many, it's not like, even if you're like, it's not like you're out there kissing every night, honing your craft. It, just thinking, <laughs> huh. Studying the blade. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's why we, we need to be like Jenna here. And we do, uh just even thinking about it a little where you're like, hmm, yeah, okay, like just physically how people's faces fit together. I think I can figure this out because yeah. my brain is fully formed. So I have spatial <laughs> reasoning, right? I think odds are pretty good. Like, I just think...
0: And you can learn from the people you are kissing. Like, yeah. what is this
1: person doing? Yeah, oh, maybe well, I should do yeah. like, what, what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try that. I'll try that out. You know, it seems pretty yeah. simple. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Maybe she's out there all the time. Like, maybe she's like, she's try. she has like a doll that she practices on i don't know you know she could did be. you ever
0: practice kissing on something weird no no
1: not in your whole life um i had a frodo poster as a kid i would kiss that <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's about as uh, as weird as it got
0: for me what about you <laughs> i think my first um kissing experiment that was strange was i had this cookie monster doll <laughs> When I was I was very little, like okay. I think less than five, okay. like little. But I loved I would kiss this Cookie Monster doll for sure. But he was like big. He was like life size Barbie type. Oh thing. my god, holy shit! So you
1: could really practice, like you really yeah, could we get could it. really
0: practice. We practiced cuddling everything. Oh my um, god! And then um remote control when I got older. A remote. I control? just would like. practice kissing on my remote control i don't know why i picked this one remote maybe like uh, the sensory
1: like the buttons and stuff like that'd be kind of fun you know yeah
0: it it must have been like sensory how it how it hit it right
1: (laughs) oh my god you're like next time you're out with someone you're like can we try this i just have this little remote can we try this please
0: (laughs) and that was it like you always hear about people like kissing their pillows or something and i'm like Pillow,
1: like... Seems pretty unkissable pillow-
0: to me. <laughs> like, unkissable, like, doesn't have lips. Like, there's no lip-shaped thing on it. Like, remote is, like, thin. It could kind of serve as a lip type of... <laughs> I could see that, yeah. You could... If you're going on the side. You could chew you know? it a
1: little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, remote makes sense. I don't know. I probably, like... I probably have also in my life, like, kissed my hand or something like that. Remember... Mm. <laughs> this is, like, fucked up. When I was little, um, maybe, like... Between, like, six and eight, like, pretty small. I would have slumber slumber parties where people would do necking.
1: Oh, wow. Like, when we were little. Like, 1940s <laughs> necking.
0: Yeah, necking. We also would, like, pretend make out with each other, but we would put a fist in between oh my- our mouths. <laughs> so, like, each person would be kissing their own fist, but it would be like we're still you know pretend making out with each other or whatever
1: oh my god you went to hornier or sleepovers than I did I guess or like they were having a horny well, party in the other room or something I don't know I didn't I was not a part I of that I think I knew a couple I think
0: lesbians or bisexuals growing up one I've only I knew one lesbian who was definitely a lesbian as a small kid yeah and then I knew another girl and then I'm bisexual obviously <laughs> and yeah. then I knew another girl who I think has always been quote unquote straight in her life mm-hmm. but I think she's a lesbian you know what yeah, I mean yeah. she's just too Christian for it yeah so.
1: absolutely damn r.i.p <laughs> yeah but I'm pretty sure she
0: was lesbian so um I just think I had like you know queer people we always say we attract each other and I think that absolutely happened when I was a kid I probably even knew other people who have now I'm thinking I'm more sure about who, were, who were my friends at that time I'm like I'm pretty sure we were all mostly most of us were queer <laughs> in some way uh-huh. but I don't know like where these people are now I don't know what their deal is now but we attract each other's energy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, even even when you don't know you attract yeah. each other's energy yeah so I think that is a lot of what was happening <laughs> is we were all giving queer energy and didn't know what to do with it <laughs> and didn't know there was like options for us to yeah be attracted to each other they so just whatever. made out like, with your hands been an option yeah <laughs>
1: Right next to each other, yeah. We just
0: pre- <laughs> mm-hmm. we just pretend make out with each other, except for the two girls who definitely did do necking at uh-huh. my slumber party <laughs> when we were little. Though we were like right, like I said, somewhere between six and eight, like That's young crazy. Kids. Yeah, you're just like trying it out, you know? Yeah, we're like she's like I don't know, it feels good, and I'm like it looks like it feels <laughs> good. I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> I feel like the um the like adult straight cis dude version of that is when. Guys who like like to jack off with each other, like they're hanging out, but I'm they're jealous off. of that. It's fascinating. It's, <laughs> it's interesting. It's a very. strange I've always culture. said, like,
0: I wish vaginas were easier to jack mm. off. Like penis jacking off. Like, we're getting so blue. <laughs> penis jacking off is so simple it's it like seems very just simple yeah same thing works for everyone it's a simple thing you do right and then you come and everybody knows when you came and then it's done like there's a definitive there's a definitive to event. it too right yeah where, like women can keep going and keep going it takes all different kinds of things to make women come yeah it's like you could never jack off with a group of women i mean you could but it just wouldn't be the same it seems no. so easy for a group of men to just stand around and jack off together and it seems like they've all done it <laughs>
1: (laughs) I feel like the closest thing I've, like, seen in film representation to, like, a women jacking off scene is in, Mm -hmm. it's in Midsummer when they're all crying together collectively. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, And that's not sexual. That's just emotional coming. It's not sexual. (laughs) Although
1: it could be, you know, but it's the closest I've seen, right? I don't, you're right. You can't really, like, the rhythm of it just really wouldn't work. I don't it think. wouldn't
0: work I don't know I had I did have a party once when I was a teenager where a girl was jacking off in my in my house okay alright <laughs> uh-huh. I'm feeling all kinds of weird tea today but um, um let's just say long story short and no further details she found a vibrator in my home it wasn't mine uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like I'm just gonna jack off with this so she just like started jacking off in my living room um, at a full party where there's like yeah. lots of people in the house yep. and we just kind of didn't know what to do <laughs> so we like left the room and just let her jack off in the living room by herself so. wow okay <laughs> but that was mixed gender like there were guys and girls yeah there yeah
1: so, so it doesn't count it's not the yeah it's not but mm-hmm.
0: that's like the I guess closest I've been to like just a friend being around
1: <laughs> <checking off. laughs> yeah what is like the pipeline to being like sis <laughs> dude jerking it with your friends like what is the pipeline there like how does that start you know what i mean i feel like what kind of targeted ads are you getting on your ig
0: <laughs> i feel like first of all y- especially younger guys are just kind of like horny all the yeah, time okay. unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> and then i don't know if this is like still a thing with like young people but like i know people my age a lot of times we're showing each other porn hmm. or I did have a party once where we all watched porn but it was like let's watch this funny porn I found okay. it's like people we watched one that had Wee Man in it and like everybody's dressed up like monsters I can't remember that what sounds it's called amazing. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's monsters and they like chase after these like quote unquote Catholic school girls, but they're like 35 years old I was like look at this hilarious porn I found <laughs> and then we just started watching yeah. it and then we were just like watching Watching other funny porns, but then after a while, it was like, "Are we all just like horny now yeah. in
1: the same room?" I don't know. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I could see how it could easily morph. I guess we're like, you "Oh, know? check out this one porn," and they're like, mm, "What should we do about yeah. this?" <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: yeah, you know. So I don't know what guys are up to, but I just it just seems so easy to just have a penis.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I guess in that context. But I feel like in every other context, I feel like it would just get in the way of my life. You know what I mean? Like, I think so. I don't probably not at all. But I just do think I'm like, I don't know, man, like, it just be flapping around and not probably not. But like, I just it just feels bizarre. It's like, I feel almost similar well, like, to like,
0: doesn't having a vagina like get in the way of your life, like periods. That's that true. fucks up my entire
1: life. I do hate that yeah i don't like that at all
0: i do i do kind of like yeah not having an external organ
1: that's and that's what i mean just like the physical it's like okay but you know what though yeah. i think the same shit that would probably bug me with a dick bugs me like if you're on a motorcycle like it is not good on the clit it hurts you know yeah. um I've never ridden a motorcycle yeah well if you do just check <laughs> check the clit have a little protection you know
0: <laughs> okay okay um, noted
1: <laughs> you know i mean i don't know i'm just like Maybe it's not flapping around. I guess it depends how big it would be, you know? (laughs) I'm not sure, but...
0: It seemed like they... Guys kind of figure out how to have it not flapping around.
1: I don't like having, like, like. tits that flap about, to be honest with you. Do you know what I mean? you're so
0: right. I fucking hate having tits. And so
1: that's what I'm saying, though. Like, would you like another (laughs) saggy tits between your legs? That's a really good
0: point. That's a really good point. Because it is, like, two tits between your legs. It's annoying! With the balls and then the dick. It is two tits between the legs. Wow, I never thought about that. That
1: (laughs) We've discovered so much. Oh, my God. That's what I think, though.
0: And it's harder to hide if you're horny, I guess. Oh, wow,
1: I didn't think about that.
0: That would kind of be a nuisance, probably.
1: Well, and also I think sometimes you can have reactions. Like, I think that erections can also happen, like, if you're scared, if you're, like, for no reason at all. And it's like... You might not be horny, but suddenly you're hard. Like, that sounds awful. <laughs> sounds yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, the same that thing is, is like, bad. you know, if you're like, oh, I'm not wearing a bra or I'm wearing a bra. But it's like, oops, the, the tits are out because it's cold. Like, that's how it would be, yeah. again, with the dick. So, I yeah. don't know. Wow. A lot of liability there, you know? You're so right.
0: <laughs> so, pros and cons, I guess, ultimately. I've always thought, like, I'm not trans not not in a binary way. I don't yeah. want to, like, be a man yeah. or anything like that. I mean, I'm non-binary, but I've never wanted to just, like, turn into a guy. Yeah, yeah. But I've always thought that having a penis would be so much easier and maybe fun. Mm. But now I'm learning there's also
1: costs. <laughs> in my in my totally made-up scenarios, like, as a dickless individual, here I am. <laughs> Two dickless individuals. Pontificating. <laughs> imagining. And I love that this conversation is recorded and coming out on Christmas. And like in the context of like this super bizarre like insane Christmas movie. I love it. This is what most of my episodes I'm doing with people that
0: like I barely know. Yeah. Or like I'm acquaintances with or have never met in my life. It's our first conversation. So this is what happens when I get someone on the pod. We have a deeper level. <laughs> Suddenly, we're getting philosophical about penis.
1: (laughs) That's great. That's a good trajectory.
0: I love that, actually. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like people are learning a lot about both of us. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Probably. I don't know what they're learning, you know, but good for for them. Sound off.
0: (laughs) I think my audience is about 60 percent male or more great so what's it like what's it like everyone would you rather penis or vagina which one's
1: better which one's better what's the superior genital where do you want the tits man you want them up here you want them up there you want them down there you decide where do you want the tits exactly
0: <laughs> uh... So, getting back to this. Movie, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm so glad we had this conversation. <laughs> I have no idea how we got there at this point again. I don't know.
1: Um, I, I feel like I've blacked out for the last like 15 minutes. Yeah. No idea. Literally,
0: literally, how did we get there? <laughs> don't I don't know. know.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> i don't even know where we are in the woo. film yeah i'm not even I, sure I, at
0: least i know where we are just because i'm in my notes awesome. <laughs> great
1: okay woo
0: Um, the pervert brother, this is like a really short scene, but something I really liked. It was like a passing moment. It's not even really a scene. Uh The pervert brother and Grinch sis go out to eat. And in the like scene transition time where it's like kind of faded to black, the camera is kind of slowly panning into the room. It's not even really on them yet, but you can hear them talking quietly. I think it wasn't even supposed to be on mic. You hear him say what were you saying about haikus? And she, and she goes, 5-7-5. And he goes, is that what that is? Oh my god, what the fuck? And it's such like you have to really be paying attention to even oh. know that something was said because it's like quiet fading into the scene. I think it was probably supposed to not be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's so funny to me <laughs> <laughs> that I wrote down the exact lines.
1: <laughs> wow. I don't even remember that. Yeah, I... They probably, it was like one of the things where it's like, oh, look, like you're talking, right? So exactly. Fucking, that's fucking. what I think.
0: Yeah. And that's literally the three lines that are said. What were you saying about haikus? 575. <laughs> is that what that is? And then the waiter comes up to the table and it's like, oh, hi, gonna take your order or whatever. And then that's when the scene actually starts. It was just so <laughs> unhinged.
1: God. <laughs> Do you think they were t- to talking get that about that dialogue. between scenes? Like they were discussing? <laughs> No. And this man had like he has no concept. he doesn't know conceptually what a haiku is. Well, like the thing is
0: she doesn't even give enough information about haikus to explain what they are. All she says is five seven five. She doesn't say, oh, it's five syllable no. seven syllable. no, just
1: oh five seven five. He said, oh, is that what that is? As if that like completely <laughs> clears it up. I'm fascinated. <laughs> So, like, it's not even enough information
0: to, like, fit a scenario. It's just, like, it's so silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's such something you could miss if you're not looking for (laughs) it. But I thought it was so funny. I love that. Wow. (laughs) And that scene, like, kind of doesn't, nothing really happens in that scene.
1: There's so many nothing scenes in this. There's a lot of nothing scenes. You gotta hand it to them. (laughs) So,
0: they do have a Christmas tree shopping montage With pervert brother, neighbor, and the main girl. They have a Christmas tree shopping montage where all they do is, like, take a ton of selfies at the Christmas tree ranch or whatever. (laughs) They're walking around this Christmas tree ranch
1: and taking hella selfies. This is, like, intentional hangout between the three of them.
0: They're getting closer. I think they, like... Felt bad for him that he didn't yeah. have a Christmas tree in his home or something. And then he's kind of like, Oh, I, I have
1: no friends, though. <laughs> and they're like, Come with us. <laughs> Which, by the way, is such a Christmas rom com trope for the. Female lead to know that the male lead doesn't have a Christmas tree, and then they take <laughs> him out as compensation or delivers one for him. I've seen it before. <laughs> I've seen really? it before, and I'll see it again. Yeah, that's so
0: random. Very random. I know a lot of people who don't do Christmas trees anymore. Mine you can see in the Zoom probably over there on.
1: Oh yeah, Deadpool. that's my Christmas tree. <laughs> you see it.
0: My Christmas tree is about one foot tall, and that's it. it's a countertop Christmas a tree. Baby. And that- I kind of decide each year whether or not I even want to put that out, even though it takes zero effort, <laughs> except pulling it out of my closet, this one foot thing, yeah, <laughs> and throwing it on the counter. <laughs> um, so I did decide to put it up this year, but some years I don't. And I don't know, I know a lot of people who don't these days.
1: They need someone to take on... To experience the Christmas rom-com love,
0: <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm ready to be in a rom-com. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> I did. I used to have a full tree and like do the whole thing, and I had nine thousand Christmas ornaments. Yeah. But they were all stored in the attic of my house, like a lot of people's are. However, my attic got infested with raccoons, and the raccoons oh, no. ate. They ate my shit up, and I had all like so my mom was homeless so i got all of the like family heirloom ornaments and stuff like came to me mm-hmm. when she lost her house so i had like all the stuff that like me and my brother had like made as babies like the ornament somebody bought like the day i was born like all this stuff that was like really sentimental mm-hmm. um that we had had from our whole lives and it all got ate up by
1: raccoons wow so that sucks
0: so after that I just <laughs>
1: You're like, that's um, enough. I'm Good,
0: <laughs> yeah I kind of never restarted and you know I just live alone now and I don't have a ton of reason to like have a big tree in my house mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. and the little countertop I think I initially bought it because I was living in a tiny home for a while and we just like literally didn't have room yeah for a tree like even if we wanted to mm-hmm. it was truly a tiny home so that's why I got this little guy and it turns out I, I kind of like it I don't know it kind of rocks I it's like it it looks cute <laughs> do you have a Christmas tree in your house
1: I have I have yeah I have a real Christmas tree because I actually like to get, get a real Christmas tree I do the whole go to the uh-huh. Christmas tree lot or whatever and then yeah I have so many Christmas trees I have a, a little really? one because when I was in an apartment You know, I didn't get a Christmas tree. There was no room. So I have, like, a little one Mm -hmm. from Target, like, one of those, like, white glittery ones, you know? Oh, yeah. So I still put that one out, and then I have, like, tiny ones everywhere. Like, I go crazy. Crazy for Christmas. That should be my (laughs) Christmas rom-com title. Wow, I
0: feel surprised by that. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Not at
1: all. (laughs) So predictable. So
0: the next day after Christmas tree shopping, they go back to work, and the girl and the pervert brother... Look, I don't know anybody's no, name in
1: this no. movie.
0: The girl and the pervert brother go into the photography studio that's at their job. And again, there's mistletoe. There's mistletoe mm-hmm. in the photography studio, which is feels like even more perverted of a place to have that's it because of up. like the dynamic between like photographer and model is normally what's happening in there. And there's mistletoe.
1: yeah. That's bad.
0: It seems really bad that there's mistletoe all over this office, but especially Uh in these weird places where you can easily corner someone with less power than you and specifically a woman.
1: Yeah, they're like imbalanced power dynamic. Hell yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And isn't the photographer
0: in this movie married to the lawyer from Law & Order? Yeah. He's like literally the only character in this film who is uh, solidly in a monogamous committed relationship and yet he has mistletoe in his office where he hangs out with hot models all day.
1: I wonder if uh if the lawyer has seen this, you know? And in fact in- Christmas Kiss three coming up. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be really funny. It'd be really funny if uh well, because in the first one in, in a Christmas kiss, she's cheated on. She's like the mean boss. Like she's the girl she's boss. She's the Grinch. She is the Yeah, grinchy the Grinchy girl, girl boss. boss. <laughs> like it's cheated on and her guy and this other character fall in love like she's not the main character it, yeah anyway so it'd be yeah here she is she f- thinks she found love think again
0: and she's kind of like the wise mage throughout mm-hmm. the movie to like that keeps coming by like just hold out and like you'll get a gorgeous husband to love you for christmas and like whatever <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what she says but she's always <laughs> popping up like with some kind of advice you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's interesting just what's happening with her photographer boyfriend Helmet. <laughs> yeah. Helmut. <laughs> I do know his name. Helmet. Yes. <laughs> Couldn't forget that one. Yes. <laughs> so they do, the girl and the uh, slut brother do do a kiss again because when you're under mistletoe you're legally obligated to kiss whether or not you are consenting mm-hmm. and she's distraught by it. Yeah. But everyone around her is trying to convince her to take a chance on this man <laughs> which is <laughs> so fucking weird. He's
1: so scary. Well I I don't remember at what point in the movie this happens. There's a scene where he like leans in and whispers to her something really scary. Do you remember that?
0: Is it the time where it's like it looks like he's about to go in for a kiss but then he like stops like 2 centimeters from her mouth and says something instead? Yeah. yeah. That's like way at the beginning. I think that's like right after he okay, takes, you're takes right. over, posts up in her office or whatever. I don't remember what he says, but I do remember it's something like you about. can't
1: get rid of me that easy or something fucked up like that. It's something crazy yeah. like that. And um it's just that they... I'm sure it's just that these actors, like, don't really have good chemistry at all. But, like, she seems <laughs> yeah, not they don't. into <laughs> it ever. Like, she's not into yeah. the physical proximity to this guy. Like, it's just... Never. It reads as as prey, right? Like, he is predator and I she think, I feel
0: like she was sexually assaulted creating this movie. <laughs>
1: it's
0: <laughs> so extreme. <laughs> That's not funny, but it what can you do but laugh (laughs) what can you do but laugh yeah uh yeah oh yikes yeah because she like i said she's giving no she's giving no the entire movie and he's just not having it
1: no yeah he doesn't understand that word he's coerced her into every single moment i don't know i don't know it's uh it's really scary and yet every
0: woman around her is like even the the Grinchy girl boss sister, who initially was like, "Don't even think about going for my brother because he's a slut and he just likes novelty <laughs> and uh you know whatever he's he's a himbo and blah blah." Even her, she changes her tune. Yeah, and the wise mage lawyer is like, "Give him a chance." And the neighbor, na- like everybody's saying, "I don't know, maybe it seems like he's changed, dude." And they've literally known this I think the entire movie takes place over the span of a week so Mm -hmm. it's like and maybe even less than a week yeah so my question is
1: what the hell (laughs) I'm clear except that I guess he has I mean I don't know if they're like he's got a lot of money you gotta go for it you know lock this down i don't know
0: man she seems nice enough she's pretty she has a career like she could probably have any guy too
1: yeah that's right she's clearly she even has single
0: hot neighbor that she could even be fucking around with or the other bartender at the bar what's his deal we don't really know what his deal is but like we don't he's an attractive young man
1: yeah and honestly, he's kind of he clearly knows her and is weirdly privy to all the information about her and Jonathan better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you that close with your yeah. coworkers? I don't know.
0: <laughs> he's a coworker spilling too many beans vibe.
1: Yeah. I guess. Um plenty of plenty of fish in the sea, but she goes for the weirdest creepiest one i
0: think she's like she's groomed by this man like yeah she's sexually assaulted and harassed so much by this man that like she gets that what's that syndrome when like kidnappers start liking their oh, <laughs> stockholm syndrome or whatever she's stockholm <laughs> syndrome yeah Oh my god. <laughs> she gets stockholm syndromed by this man
1: yeah he's so menacing like so effectively scary. she's like this is the only option for me because he will never leave me alone
0: not only will he never leave her alone but i feel like the people around her have so many opportunities to like help her and save her and they are not and they are encouraging them to be alone at all times Mm -hmm. and she doesn't really reach out for help that much either although I think as any person you should be able to see the signs of sexual harassment and step in without being asked Mm -hmm. and she she says stuff like no I can handle it you know like I can handle myself and you know what? ladies you don't have to handle it yourself okay that's I'm right i saying reach out reach out <laughs> literally reach out because men they'll do what they want if you don't stop them if somebody doesn't stop them and it doesn't have to be you
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the whole thing does unfold like very nightmarishly because everyone starts out as very against this man and then yeah. as he kind of ensnare, like literally ensnares her they all are suddenly saying oh no stay with him." like i've had so many stress dreams like that do you know what i mean like yeah. i've literally yeah. had that dream no one
0: helping her no they're letting it happen they're encouraging it to happen
1: so she literally it feels like she has no choice she has no choice she's stuck in this system Mm -hmm. dang it's terrible the patriarchy that's what this is really terrible this is just one big metaphor honestly this film
0: it is and actually we've come around this film is genius and it's really (laughs) it's really saying something
1: (laughs) it is is.
0: it's got a message making social commentary (laughs) so his ex the bimbo comes over to his house to like manipulate uh, the slut brother's ex comes over to his house to manipulate him into spending her birthday with him mm-hmm. even though he is clearly broken up with her like I don't want anything to do with you she comes over and is like come on it's my birthday and is like putting on a slutty little look and he's kind of like no but then he's like I'm so tired and just falls asleep like mid sentence with her mm-hmm. falls asleep so hard in literally 1.5 seconds Suspiciously hard Suspiciously hard Like was he drugged? We don't Literally (laughs) Like literally Seems like it He falls asleep so hard That she's like Manipulating his body Takes off his clothes Like is putting his arm Around her Like doing all this Weird stuff to him And
1: he is just Kissing him Yeah kissing him He is just Asleep You know Another point for this film So progressive Sexual harassment It's not just for Men,
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Women can also do it,
0: yeah. It's they're <laughs> so progressive in this movie, and in fact,
1: it is this is a deeply uncomfortable scene because it feels like it's like kind of hitting too hard. I'm like, this is full on, yeah, bad. What you're doing, bad, bad, yeah. scary,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. So she takes a pic of them, like posed just so, and sends it directly, like texts it to. The main girl with a caption. I forget what the caption exactly is, but it's something like, oh, he likes to have fun with you in the day. But once he comes home, he's mine. Something like that. Great. Also, how did she even get that girl's number?
1: I don't know. She must Where have... was the number
0: exchange? Why would they have exchanged numbers? They definitely
1: wouldn't have. She probably like stole it from, from the slutty man. Maybe so. The only so. thing I can think of. She's kind of weird. She
0: has kind of weird. Weird situation. Mm-hmm. But so even though he was like saying no to hanging out with her for her birthday, he does still take her to to the bar the one bar in town apparently (laughs) the one bar that's off the courtyard it must be (laughs) and uh, they have an even bigger fallout scene there because he didn't know the slut brother did not know that she texted that pic or that she even took a pic and texted it to the other girl so the neighbor is bartending that night and Spills the beans and he's he's pissed. So much happens in this scene. <laughs> it's
1: so It's like they're making up for lost time. They're like, wow, we had so many scenes where nothing happened. We're going to have yeah. like, too much shit going on. So, first <laughs> of all,
0: he offers them a glass of wine and the wine is called Chateau Kevy Wevy. I'm obsessed with the wine. I love Chateau so Kevy Wevy. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is happening with this wine? Who do they know named Kevin that they've like joked by putting this in the movie
1: (laughs) it's a great isn't it a great joke though like holy shit chateau kevy webby oh my god
0: the director's name is kevin i forgot
1: (laughs) oh my god kevin connor director kevy webby (laughs) i love this man i need to be friends with him (laughs) get him on your podcast oh my god he's done horror oh my god if i had motel (gasps) okay anyways wow Plotting. I'm Hit plotting. him up, I bet you could. <laughs> Holy shit. So okay. the wine
0: they drink is called Chateau Keviwevi, which is already psychotic. But then <laughs> <laughs> they have this even bigger breakup scene where every line delivery in this scene is so psychotic like the emphasis on the words <laughs> is all over the place i feel like should i play a
1: clip i, th- I feel I like we kind this. of should okay yes please and i'm gonna please. see if i can
0: play the audio from my phone into the
1: microphone <laughs> okay yes oh my god
0: <laughs> because the way they say everything in this sentence is ridiculous
1: i don't
0: know where the sound comes out of a word honey don't look at me like that you know i fight for what's mine
1: i am not yours
0: yes you are you always come back to me
1: it's your birthday i felt strangely obligated but now we are done we're through you said that we're through before but you can't
0: change you're drawn to me we're too much alike
1: <laughs> you know, before that comment might not have bothered me but now i find it insulting you're right, I did come back to you a couple of times in the past, but i never found you so revolting as I do right now. <laughs> Goodbye, Brittany. <laughs> it's wow, it's really good to hear it without any of without the visual, any visual. <laughs> Yeah, it's even better. I never found you so revolting <laughs> as I do. Right now, like
0: (laughs) I don't know the whole scene, every line that they say in this sentence, and the like the facial expressions that are happening do add a lot to it too. But like just listening to how they say shit in this line, it's like it's like he was doing acting workshops with it or something. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: (laughs) Try it this way. Now this way. Mm Yeah.
0: So wild. So I hope that came through. (laughs) So. Crazy scene. They have a for real, like, never speak to me again type of conversation. Because she's she has been convinced, like, oh, I'm kind of evil and you're evil like me. So, like, there's no way you've changed and you just, you're kind of going to be evil like I am. So just stay on the dark side with me is kind of her vibe throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So this whole movie, the main girl has been trying to get her fashion designs seen by her boss. She's, like, drawn up some
1: dresses or whatever yeah she's this is her like ultimate goal right it's to like be
0: a fashion designer i guess but it's unclear if that's even something that is a position at their job or
1: what because we have so little idea of what happens at their job right and also like i don't know much about fashion design okay i don't but i don't think that it's drawing drawings I'm pretty sure it's not, I drew some drawings, so now I'm a fashion designer.
0: Right. At least, like, that's not the entire job.
1: Like, you have to also make the things, right, and understand fabric and, like, Okay, it's it's not just like, look, I doodled some drawings.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like the drawings are allegedly so impressive that, I mean, they look at these drawings and go, oh, my God, these are like incredible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if any of them are incredible. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, but that's kind of how they treat it. Like uh, life changing designs, much as she can give a life changing kiss. She can also give a
1: life changing
0: <laughs> design. <laughs> Yeah. And her grinchy girl boss has been dismissive of these designs throughout the movie, but finally, Pervert brother shows her the designs in such a way that it's almost like, "Oh, these are my designs. What do you think about them?" And then she goes, "Oh my god, these are amazing." And he's like, "Just kidding. They belong to the other girl." <laughs> <laughs> a, a girl made these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now when you think a boy made these, suddenly they're amazing, but Earlier in the film, you were like not having it. Interesting. Yeah, girls can be misogynistic. It's called internalized misogyny. Another <laughs>
1: heavy critique this film really excels at. This film is ripping into. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the patriarchy, misogyny, rape culture. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Taking it down. <laughs> so he makes a goal of getting all these dresses made for their Christmas Eve party, which eventually turns into more of a gala just for the dresses than mm-hmm. it does any kind of
1: Christmas related party. What's the lead time? We're looking at like two days out. Or a couple shit. days. Yeah,
0: they say like three days out at one point, And this is like way after that even. So and you want them like, to make
1: dresses?
0: Many dresses. Like There's what like
1: shop did you take these designs to?
0: Literally, or they like—is this a challenge on Project Runway or what? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because they literally have like a twenty-four-hour turnaround to mm-hmm. make like twelve dresses, mm-hmm. like high fashion dresses allegedly yeah yeah allegedly <laughs> <laughs> and it's like christmas time so like you also have to shop for this fabric like while everybody's out shopping like oh my god yeah it's crazy yeah it's too much and they're being put on mannequins too so you also have to like find a bunch of mannequins and get them dressed and mm-hmm. yeah it's a whole ass thing that they just act like oh no big deal uh helmet knows a guy who can make dresses <laughs> so they link it up and the slut brother also calls her daddy to come to the party too which he does which is a big surprise to her
1: i feel like and that was a shock because i feel like you'd think that would be because normally these movies are some sort of forced conflict Mm -hmm. this movie doesn't really have that i mean i guess like very minorly when the ex texts her, but it's resolved so quickly. I I hardly even call it forced conflict,
0: but it's like, yeah, the conflict really is like, do I, or don't I date someone who's constantly sexually harassing me? That is a
1: conflict. (laughs) But you'd think she'd be mad that he invited her shitty dad who like, doesn't even want her to come for Christmas and like, doesn't even treat her like family. Well,
0: like here's the other thing is she also has Stockholm syndrome for her dad. So you know what, what we're learning is that she's repeating behaviors that she learned (laughs) from her Parental relationships which is such a classic wow though. like so because she's obsessed with her dad and like trying to obtain her dad's love even though he has proven time and time again mm-hmm. that he doesn't have space for her in his life he doesn't have attention to give her she's desperate to have the attention anyway so true and And so she's constantly seeking love and approval from someone who doesn't deserve her love. And she just repeats patterns of behavior. Oh, my God. This movie is actually so so
1: deep. Dark, such a dark film. So
0: dark, yeah. <laughs> Getting in murky waters. Um, <laughs> so that when her dad does show up, she's not pissed. She's ecstatic that her mm-hmm. daddy finally like came to one of her things. Ladies, we've all been there. <laughs> daddy finally gave attention. Um, <laughs> And we later find out why he's there.
1: Mm, we sure do. <laughs> the, so there this, this, is the the first jump scare, the real jump scare of the film.
0: Such a jump scare. So they return to the elevator where the titular Christmas kiss initially happened. <laughs> Slut brother, I mean, he's changed. He's a completely different mm-hmm, man now, mm-hmm. and he gives a big speech about how much he's in love with her. Yeah, and we look down in his hand, and what is there? <laughs>
1: It's K Jewelers' wedding ring. It is a K, and, and they make, they are taking every effort. That's what all the lighting is for, so they could shine it onto the logo. K Jewelers. Mm-hmm. Why it would literally... K Jewelers sponsor this film? This of all films? Because every Christmas kiss too begins with K. <laughs> This wasn't even a, this was a sequel, right? So we're talking about, like, this was a sequel. Uh-huh. Lowest budget of all time. I'm sure this didn't come on, it couldn't have come on Hallmark. Like, this is not a good Christmas film by any stretch. I don't know where it premiered. But Kay said yes. Kay Jeweler said, yeah, this is the one for us. I'm, I'm so confused. Do you think, like, someone in production... Know like, knew someone at K or something. Like, I just don't... I feel like
0: there has to
1: be some connection. Baffling. Right? I don't know. Like, it's uh-huh. jar. It's truly jarring. It's really horrifying because he's not a good person. We know this. Yeah. They Even by Christmas rom A sex offender. Even by Christmas rom-com standards, they haven't known each other that long. No. Um. Like we said, a week max. Like, max a week. Many Christmas rom-coms, like, not to say all of them, but many of them don't involve marriage at the end. Like, it's yeah. also just a wild choice that we just jump to marriage
0: marriage not even they have not even dated no they haven't held hands
1: they haven't fucked none of all they've
0: done is had a life-changing kiss and that's it and and multiple instances of sexual assault (laughs) yes yes Mm -hmm. and then we pop to k jewelers It looks like a damn commercial, the way they have it framed. And then he opens the box to reveal the Leo Diamond, a second instance of branding. (laughs) So not just K-Jewelers, the Leo Diamond specifically. Mm -hmm. Weird, unhinged. (laughs) And then he explains that he invited her dad there to ask for his blessing for marriage, asks her to marry him, and she says yes.
1: Yep. Like, it's the best thing that's ever happened to her.
0: She says, yes, that's so psychotic. You know this relationship's not going to last. He's talking about, I'm a changed man. It's been less than one week. He's going to be after the first novelty ass he sees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, chilling. And
0: she's not even, like, that hot for, like, a Playboy-type guy. Like I said, this girl is pretty. She's normal pretty. Yeah. She's not, like hot girl on the street. She's not, like, model. She's not... She's not even, like, very sexual looking. You know what I mean? She just looks like normal, normal pretty, relatively pretty girl. For a guy that's, like, playboy type, that's not even usually their vibe. They want to go after the the hot nasties. Yeah. They want to go go after, like, fake tan booty cheeks hanging out. Nothing wrong with fake tan booty cheeks (laughs) hanging out, by the way. I support. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's typically the type for this type of guy.
1: It totally makes... Every type of sense to me that he would sexually harass her in the elevator. It does not make sense that he would propose. Like, yeah, absolutely. None exactly. at all. There is no sort of social leverage that she holds. And like he's still her
0: boss, too. So like there's still that like power dynamic there, too.
1: Yeah, it's I don't understand. This film is a fever dream. It does not make any sense. How is he equal
0: co-owner? This is like so... not not really how is he equal co-owner in this business and he's never done like a day of work in the business either how is that true but he's like equal to the woman who works there every day and night
1: that seems wow slaving over trend fashion that's (laughs) fucked up that's fucked yeah he just waltzes in he takes it over He harasses the assistant and then marries her. What's going to happen? What, like two years down the road, what are we doing here? What's trend fashion up to? I don't know, man.
0: I I did not care for them getting married was so fucking weird. I think they probably had to put that in the story just so that they could feature that Kate Leo time. Oh, you're
1: so right. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> they
0: could have done that in other ways, though, I feel like. Like, they could have given the boss, like, a love interest or something, like.
1: Yeah. Or had it where that side character, the the lawyer, the law and order person. Yeah. Like maybe they're together and then they get like they get married at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they propose. You know, anything. Come on. I don't know. (laughs) It was
0: fucking weird though, and it was so jarring. I was screaming. (laughs) Yeah. K jewelers all over the screen. (laughs) It is.
1: It like jump scare was a joke, but it's also true. Like it is is very scary. Like a little bit of a scream. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So I guess they're getting married. I guess that just happened. (laughs) That just happened. And then final scene, the Grinchy girl boss runs into a hot guy on what I assume is Christmas Day at work. Because if we know the Christmas party took place on Christmas Eve, this is the next day. Everything's still decorated for Christmas. And she just runs into a random hot guy who I guess is also working on Christmas Day who... Isn't part of the office normally. No. The mistletoe's still in the elevator, so just ripe for another sexual assault. It's still there. Mm-hmm. And I guess she's getting her own sexual assault happy ending.
1: <laughs> <coughs> roll creds <laughs> we love this we the elevator i mean it's this is almost like a stephen king level like the evil yes. of the place right like the place the rape emanates elevator. evil yeah the rape elevator <laughs> that seems like the next big thing from stephen king right like you have like an evil haunted house any
0: dark room in this building may have mistletoe in it and when you're under mistletoe you're legally obligated to like make <laughs> out with whoever happens to be around uh, hello in your workplace like it's so
1: fucking weird that there's mistletoe all over their workplace what the hell it's fucked up dude yeah it's not good. Also, I did just check, by the way, and this writer did write, Merry Christmas is about an elevator kiss as well. I was right. Wow. Wow. It was right. And I think it also involves, I can't remember if that's the one that I think it is, there's a, like an older woman that keeps writing it at the same time as the lead so she can sexually assault him. That happens a lot for laughs in that film. Wow. So this is a very interesting screenwriter. I wonder what, what their life is like. She's, like, working, what through yeah, she she's is working, working through trauma. She is
0: working through trauma. trauma. Something happened to this woman in an elevator and girl. If you're it's, listening, I'm so sorry that happened to you. That's
1: fucked up, dude. That cry for help. You don't, don't help have is to make it happen us. to other people. Yes. <laughs> like, wow. Anyway. Yes, the
0: cry for help is heard. And we're mm-hmm. here for you and we're 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 listening. We're present. We're here mm-hmm. for you. If you need us to kick ass, reach out. If you need help, blink twice. Like, we yeah. we got you.
1: <laughs> we got
0: you. Elevator seems like the worst place to kiss in because you never know when it will stop and someone else will get in or off to. They're generally short-term elevators.
1: You know, one time I was in an elevator alone and I farted in there and it was <laughs> a bad one. And then... <laughs> I was like I had the moment of panic I was like oh my god if if people are here when the door opens it will be obvious that I farted in the elevator and in fact the door did open and it was like three dudes that came out and I was like leaving and I couldn't help it I was like fucking like laughing as I left you get out of this shit smelling
0: elevator laughing maniacally As the door closes
1: on three so, so, men wrapped so, so the ele- in there. <laughs> that's the elevator trauma that I like to um, inflict <laughs> upon others. That's so good. You know,
0: I have a similar story that I just was recalling to someone <laughs> the other day. Uh-huh. And this is like so old. This is like 2013, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just like a memory that popped in my head this week. And I was telling my friend about this. Um, I had just started a new job and I had my own office. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a big office. I did embroidery, so all my embroidery machines were in my office with me. So it was like kind of a big office. But this was like my first week there. I farted in my office... Real bad. It was it was nasty. I yeah. mean, we're stressed. We're starting a new job. We have ideas. Yeah, sure. Like yeah. it was it was gross. And so normally, like, I could be sometimes alone unbothered all day doing embroidery. Yeah. It just kinda depends. But yeah. Sometimes that could be true. But it just so happened that after this terrible fart, my boss walked in the door. <laughs> and like in order to try and prevent him from entering the <laughs> office and like smelling what happened, uh-huh, uh-huh. I like <laughs> I like bolted to the door to like meet him <laughs> <laughs> and like try and get us out of my office to like talk in the hallway. And he just goes, Wow, you're kind of aggressive, aren't you? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> i don't know, like, you have no idea man i'm saving like your life you just don't know what's going on with people you know because <laughs> like he's just seeing me be insane and like fly towards him looking crazy and really what's happening is i'm just trying to have my brand new boss not smell my fart okay you're, pr- you're
1: protecting him okay? i was trying
0: to protect him <laughs> <laughs>
1: But he didn't know know. likes you go for them. You (laughs) You think you
0: know but you have no idea.
1: (laughs) I love how yours though is like a story of like Mm -hmm. I'm saving someone and mine is like I'm ruining someone's life on purpose almost. (laughs) Like gorilla (laughs) farming.
0: I'm sure I've had my own times of like doing something disgusting where somebody came in, but um, that was just what I thought of, (laughs) because I was just telling that story
1: to someone. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Wow.
0: Um, So we're getting all types of story on the pod today. (laughs) I don't think I have any fun elevator stories. Not that I can think of. I've had elevator dreams. My job now, I'm on the eighth floor. I'm all the way on the top floor of the building. And so we have to take the elevator all the time. So I have stress dreams where like the elevator goes crazy. Oh, sure. It's flying up and down or something. But that's just
1: dreams. Horrible. Uh
0: (laughs) So I don't think I've had anything. Oh, I better knock on wood. (laughs) You
1: better. I've had a couple of elevators behave very weirdly. Like once I got stuck in an elevator, not for long. But enough to be very panicked and be pressing the emergency button. Mm, and it yeah. was it was at my work. And it was, like, having issues and had to be put out of commission. So that was very yeah. scary. Yeah. And then another time I was doing an elevator and it was, like, going all over the place. Like, it was, like, fucking... Ooh. Yeah, a lot of... A lot of elevator moments in my life. Too many, actually. Wow. I, do, I do not like elevators. I prefer taking the stairs if I can. But They're always
0: a little scary. Like, getting in an elevator is kind of like getting in a plane. Like, yeah. there's always... You have that fear that, like, the plane's going to crash. Even mm-hmm. if you've flown in the plane a lot of times, as soon... Like, you might be totally fine. As soon as it wiggles just a little bit, you're like, we're going down. Yeah. Same with elevators, I think. It's like, there's yeah. always that fear that you could crash and it's probably not gonna have you're probably fine Ele- people use elevators odds all the are time. low yeah odds are low but there's still a little bit of that fear there we've watched I think too many movies where people get stuck in elevators or crushed by elevators or different things where or yeah. get like their limbs stuck in the door and they get chopped off <laughs> yeah. or
1: something like <laughs> I think so it will, and it's like such a complete like you have no control right it's not like yeah. even like if I was stuck in a room I could like I don't know throw a chair against the window or something you can't really yeah. do that in an elevator you don't have a chair to throw you're
0: powerless and the door and you're is just in like some powered. cavern
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: so you can't get up or down scary horrifying
1: very scary like you're returning to the womb or something you know it's fucking <sighs> oh, awful God.
0: Yeah. yeah elevators terrible <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they're useful like i don't want to walk up all them stairs for sure but but you really wouldn't scary. want to kiss
1: in one wouldn't want to no. kiss in an elevator no, wild to not. write two movies not just one but two that center around that mm-hmm. yeah and with mistletoe even with mistletoe even worse with mistletoe
0: yeah all right so we've rolled creds (laughs) on the movie so we should score this out of five or give final thoughts okay great so what
1: what you got Uh, it's a five out of five this is like (laughs) it's got to be a five out of five for me this is the it has everything I want it's like I was trying to get my sister to watch this and I was like hey watch this movie it's like so fun and she's like well fun how because like
0: (laughs) I know what you think is fun and it's fucked up so
1: (laughs) I'm like I don't really know how to convey to you I'm like it's not like a horror movie there's no like torture or gore but like yeah I don't know man I don't know what you're gonna think but anyway so this it hits all the boxes it's really bad and every single way and i love it it's yeah it's it's everything that i could want and the fact that it has like there's some sort of campy element there's camp with yeah. the billionaire slut man with jonathan bennett the roommate guy and then even with the ex-lady i just i love it so it's five out of five hundred percent okay interesting <laughs> I think, (laughs) on a scale of,
0: like, fun, bad, probably, well, it's hard to say because I think some of the sexual assault stuff was, like, triggering. Like, I kind of didn't enjoy watching it.
1: (laughs) It's very fucked Um, up,
0: yeah. It is, like, the whole story is, like, kind of fucked up, but, like, it is, like, terrible acting. There are, like, funny lines. Like, terrible, like, in a fun way. Yeah. So, with... If you don't consider that there is sexual trauma happening, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it probably is, like, three and a half or four. Okay, okay. With the sexual trauma, that was hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> On a scale of normal movies, it's probably really low. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, oh, God. Like half a star, one if, star. <laughs> if, if I was scoring this, like, as a film... Yeah, I don't think I could... I would do the thing, like, if I'm doing, like, a Goodreads review, like, and I just don't rate it. Like, I don't give it a star rating. It doesn't even hit the star scale. (laughs) It could not at all. Um, But for this specific, like... Weirdness that I need out of Christmas rom-coms. Perfect, 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 perfect.
0: perfect. Definitely is weird. I don't know if you could watch with your parents, though, even.
1: I think they would be confused.
0: Yeah, like, it's... They'd be confused, but also, like, I don't want to watch sexual assault with my parents. (laughs) God, no. It's a weird one. (laughs) It's a
1: weird one, for sure.
0: All right, so somewhere between three and five on the goofy Christmas movie scale. (laughs) Now it's time for... Screen vomit. So, in this part of the pod, we just talk about whatever else we've been watching
1: lately—movies or shows or whatever else. So, what you got? It's been really like my brain has not been good, so I haven't. Been, <laughs> so, the Christmas rom coms, but also like. the new Gordon Ramsay's kitchen nightmares and the great British Mm. break off. And me saying that like means my life is like I'm unwell. You know what I mean? Like that's (laughs) what it means. It's a huge cry for help. I'm not proud of it, but I have to be honest, you know, those are, those are sort of the things that I've been watching. Um, I want to see some good shit again. I want to get back in the headspace where I'm like able to watch like the good shit. I really want to see that new Miyazaki movie, The Boy and the Heron. But I just haven't Mm. been able to get to the theater, you know, so pretty bleak, pretty bleak over here. In this side, in Bakersfield, California, it's not good. <laughs> Classically bleak in Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah, Yep. All right, is that your whole list then? <laughs> that's all I got, man. That's all I panicked, and that's all I prepared. So yeah, that's it. All right, so I got
0: a couple. Okay, I'll cool. make up
1: for what Ariel good, doesn't good, have. Good. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I can. Uh, it can rub off on me, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, so I have. I've also been in a little bit of a mental <laughs> illness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a little bit so, of a, a little mental illness a here. A little bit
0: of a dabbling <laughs> in the mental illness. So I've been <laughs> I've been doing a couple of rewatches of like okay. stuff that I love. That's like comfort movies to me, I guess. Um So uh, these two are rewatches, which okay. one is a short called Getting in a Van Again. I've probably certainly talked about this on pod before it was on my top shorts from last year. This is directed by Johnny Look. It is a short for the band Fruit Bats based on their song Getting in a Van Again. Johnny Look also... My next guest on the pod after this, oh so yeah, he'll be cool. going up soon. But I love this short so much; it's so fun and cozy. I don't know, <laughs> I like it a lot. Anytime I hear that song, uh, it's stuck in my head for weeks. But also, I have to watch the movie again every time. <laughs> and I've probably seen this short a hundred times. Like, okay, wow, <laughs> and, amazing! And I just mm-hmm. love it. It's so fun. I love all Johnny's movies. Okay, and then I also rewatched Strawberry Mansion. Okay. Um, which is another movie I really like. One of the most gorgeous films of all time. Mm, okay, um, Just a beautiful film, spiritually, sonically, visually. Gorgeous movie. And it's also like a DIY film. So it's like this the ways great. that they were able to make it is yeah. amazing. It's Kate on
1: yeah, it, ju-
0: it just came out on Tubi this week.
1: Shit, so. this is it. This is my moment.
0: <laughs> I think if you're going to watch this movie and you haven't seen it, uh, like set a mood, like literally turn okay. the lights off, like watch it. Okay. Because Put it's my just, phone in the
1: other room. Yeah, it's, it's like actually. so beautiful okay
0: yeah it's like just really beautiful to like take in and it's so unique like the mm-hmm, story mm-hmm. is really unique and really creative i just i love it so much i'm also a big kentucker oddly fan and speaking of him i'm about to watch i haven't watched this yet but i've been excited for christmas day my christmas ritual is that i watch this movie called christmas again okay and it's not there's like a disney movie that's that title but it's not that one it's it's a small <laughs> movie i'm trying to see who's the direct directed by charles pokal okay it's my favorite christmas movie and i watch it every year and so one thing i have been really excited for is getting to christmas day so i can watch love that movie that. again because i love okay. it so much okay I'm, i am gonna say a couple other things that i did actually watch recently
1: <laughs> okay go for it Keep it coming.
0: I'm just gonna keep blasting them off. Um, <laughs> I've watched a couple Hirokazu Kore-eda films recently. Um, I really love this filmmaker. I did his movie Shoplifters for the pod a while back. But recently I watched his movie Monster, which is a new one. I saw it at a film fest. And then also his movie Like Father Like Son, which is an old one. And they're both just gorgeous. He does a lot of movies that are like about alternative family structures or like examining like what does family mean and i'm crying my eyes out every time they're all beautiful they're all like so just amazing (laughs) emotional beautiful (laughs) like father like son is about two families who find out that their sons were switched at birth like they were accidentally given the wrong baby Mm -hmm. and so they try and figure out like is it more important to be with the son that like has my DNA like is that my son or is my son the one that I've raised for five years
1: you know Mm, yeah yeah
0: so it's kind of that um and it's really beautiful movie and then monster is about it's actually about a young gay boy kind of coming into his identity and it's just it's so beautiful he's such a good filmmaker I love all his movies (laughs) (laughs) and then one last one I'm gonna say is just another short called A Folded Ocean, uh, directed by Ben Brewer. It has some of the most insane body horror
1: I've
0: seen. Just really crazy body horror. So if you're into that stuff, watch A Folded Ocean. And that's my stuff that I've been watching.
1: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Lots
0: of wrecks this time
1: around. You know what? Let me plug the two two other Christmas wrecks, but they're not Christmas rom-coms. They're yeah, it's for the, it's for Not Your Final Girl, where we did two like fucked up Christmas movies that yeah. aren't actually Christmas movies, really. One is Inside. The French. Okay.
0: Yeah. I used to love that movie. I haven't rewatched it since like 2009. So I haven't seen it in so long, but I've seen it a lot of times back then.
1: (laughs) That movie is so fucking zany, dude. What a zany film.
0: I remember Um, loving it, but I don't, I like, I probably need to watch it again to know really what I feel about it now.
1: We both, uh, Candace and I both liked it a lot. I think, I think we really like, there's a lot of love. It's just the end is so zany and weird, I think. But like, no, I I actually like, I find that movie to be pretty fascinating. So that one, and then paired that with a movie called The Leech that came out last year it's like an indie film eric Pennykoff, i think is the director um that movie is like about a he's like a priest but he has a parish or whatever i don't know how religion things work Uh no one comes to his church and then he (laughs) finds a drifter who he basically takes in because it's the christian thing to do Uh and the drifter is an unhinged roommate and like things go downhill from that so
0: hell yeah
1: very fun kind of like fucked up christmas episode that we're that we are putting out so there you go some more okay, fucked up yeah. unhinged but like better movies <laughs> than, than a christmas <laughs> rom-com would be
0: i mean you can also recommend like some unhinged christmas rom-coms if you've seen anything good lately
1: if i had seen anything good lately i would have mm. no i would have already told you like they've all been really forgettable stinkers. unfortunately yeah. yeah they've been stinkers Bam. yeah Bam. hate to see it mm-hmm.
0: All right, so we can do plugs then. What you got to plug?
1: I guess that episode, the I'm in a podcast. <laughs> is, is that how you say that? I'm in a podcast. Um, I'm in a podcast duo. Yeah, yeah, I co star um, in this podcast. <laughs> Not Your Final Girl, we are a podcast, so you can hear it everywhere, probably. I don't do the plugs at the end of our episodes. That's why it sounds so <laughs> fucking bad. Candace does. Uh, but then Not Your Final Girl on Instagram facebook and also twitter but we don't do anything on twitter because i don't like that place anymore it's a hell yeah <laughs> um, but we're on all that shit and it's just horror we, we do horror we talk about horror shit and um i don't know live our best lives doing that it's very hell fun yeah.
0: all right well that's the end of the pod then and thanks so much for joining me yet again
1: <laughs> man who knows who knows what next year will bring we can only hope and dream we
0: went to so many places this year on this episode <laughs> I mean truly where can we go from here we're gonna find out next year
1: <laughs> maybe next year we'll do a live we'll do a live up. we're gonna be in the same oh, yeah. uh, hemisphere or whatever so that's
0: true I need to probably figure out how to record in person since I've done this podcast as a zoom podcast since 2019 <laughs> <laughs> uh, since pre COVID even
1: yeah I'll have to get a new setup
0: to record in person <laughs> we'll figure that out when the time comes yeah yeah plenty of
1: time <laughs> plenty of time
0: uh all right thanks for joining me bye Hell yeah